ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in again to another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. As always, I'm your host, Justin Allen, here yeah. with Moses Wartooth. Man, we have a story or two for you today. I think we're going to go ahead and jump right into it, man. I want to talk about vaccines. Ooh, touchy subject. I know. On you ask. <laughs> I know, man. But, uh, you know, it's something we got to talk about, man. You know, there's a lot of controversy around them. So um, I got I got to ask. I'm just going to start it off. Are you anti-vax at all? Pro-vax, anti-vax? I'm anti-vaccines that haven't been fucking tested. Okay, that's I'm a pro, that's reasonable. I'm pro-vax. <laughs> like, if vaccinations have been around, such as, like, smallpox, measles, mumps, all that kind of stuff, and it makes sense and it has proof that it actually solves the problem, then, yeah, we should get that shit. I have that stuff. Yeah, that's a pretty reasonable... Uh pretty reasonable thing I, I, I you know the way i see it <laughs> you know um i mean we we both been vaxxed like not with the covid vaccine you know or have we <laughs> but uh I yeah there we go right <laughs> um so but we've been vaxxed a lot i mean from like our time you know working in the military and all that stuff and then all the traveling we've done you oh know? yeah how many vaccines do you think you've had in your life dude um shit probably I'm going to say like around 20 different ones, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, it could be more than that. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man, I don't even know. It's 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 up there, man. Yeah. It's it's like an entire sheet of paper, like probably at least 30. Yeah. Because there was like some countries I've been to where they were like kind of f- like fucked up and they were just like, yo, you got to get like seven vaccines before you come in this country, you know? But that stuff, again, like I agree with that stuff because those were legitimate like you could actually get something if you didn't get those vaccines. Yeah. And they they've also like a lot of those vaccines that you see man they've been around for like a very 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 long time. Yeah. You know, I mean I say very very long time, you know like some ancient alien shit. They uh they've been around, you know, like a lot of some have been around like since the 50s and mm-hmm. 60s, you know. And it's like yeah, sure there's risk with it and uh stuff like that, you know, but uh, I don't think it's too But crazy. in that case, those are more risky to not get those, I think. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a because some of those vaccines risk. actually elim- well, almost I guess not a hundred percent, but eliminated for the most part some of those problems. Yeah, like I mean, like when I went down to Brazil, you know, like I didn't bitch about having to get a yellow fever vaccine. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I want that shit. Yeah, because they were like, you get bit by a mosquito, you catch yellow fever, like you're dead, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, you know, they got shit in that jungle that will kill your ass. <laughs> but as far as like the COVID or any other like fucking bullshit new stuff i'm not gonna yeah. get that stuff because the vaccines are one of the only things that are not actually required by the fc fdc to be have like clinical trials on you can yeah. just crank that shit out and give it to anyone the fdc what, what, the cdc cdc yeah oh, there we go the cdc i was like, you know, like what, what are you talking about too like, many goddamn acronyms too many acronyms man. what's up <laughs> the government always loving acronyms you know but yeah you know and it, it's kind of dicey because i mean you know i'm not anti-vax by any mean for by any means, you know, for anything reasonable, but I am skeptical about the COVID vaccine. Like, just like I'm skeptical to do this podcast, right? I know we talked about it and stuff, but I'm afraid YouTube's going to fucking pull our shit for just talking about a COVID, you know, vaccine, you know? True. Seems to be a thing. And we're doing that, you know? But we're not talking against it. Yeah. We're just saying it's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So, I mean, but like, you know, you start looking at like some of the facts, you know, and it kind of makes you, or well, we'll say alleged facts, right? Kind of makes you wonder, you know, like, is this really a safe thing or not, you know? And wasn't there something with the CDC where um, they, like, sealed the records? They did. For, like, was it, like, 70 years or something crazy? 75 years, I think. Yeah. It, but they did, like, very basic testing, right? Like, it was very, very, very simple testing or whatever. And, you know, most of this, and the reason why I really kind of want to get on this topic is because I watched that, you know, congressional hearing with Robert Kennedy Jr. And they were like just dragging him through the mud over all of his anti-vax shit. You know? But he's not really anti-vax. He's not, not at all. And he, he, took op- the, he just, I mean, he takes the same stance as we just took. Yeah. And he openly talked about it like in that hearing. And he was like, he's like, I'm fully vaxxed. He was like, every vaccine that is required to have yeah. in this country, he's like, I have it. He was like, I'm just skeptical on like new shit coming out. And how quickly it came out, you know, but um, I don't know. But there's there's all kinds of there's all kinds of stuff. Even when we were like, you know, kind of doing some Google and trying to figure some stuff out. There's so much conflicting information. You don't even know. It was know. hard to find information about how many vaccines are actually required. Like in the 50s, there was four required vaccines. And then around in the 90s, whenever we were kids, it seemed to have doubled. And then now Robert Kennedy Jr. was saying there was up to 72 
Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said in the hearing. That's crazy. You know, Which that's I, I did lot. see that even in like 2010, there was 52. So to say that there's 72 now is not surprising. That's insane. Yeah. It is just insane. I mean, you know, and I, I would like to think, you know, I'm actually a very, I mean, you know me, man. Like, I'm a very optimistic person. Yeah. Right? And I actually have, like, a lot of trust, like, in people. And I fundamentally believe people are good and want to do the right things. Now, there's bad shit in the world, of but course. there's a difference between people and the government. Yeah. Or corporations. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They got Pfizer. They, <laughs> we're not, not calling anyone else specifically, but <laughs> Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> but, you know, and like they just they pushed this on the people you know and then what really got me you know since i mean we're kind of talking about you know vaccines in general but like now we're getting really on the covid one what got me is like how much they altered everyone's life and well-being based around whether or not they had the covid vaccine oh yeah you know oh are you vaxxed okay now you can come to school uh you got to be vaxxed you know have this business go in here to do all these things. Right. And it, it just really got out of hand very, very quickly. And I think it kind of showed a lot of people like, Hey, this is what happens when like governments are unchecked. But the scary part of it was how many people were just totally blindly compliant to it and didn't even question it. Yes. Yes. That's what that has was the me real concerned. issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there would have been one thing if the government would have came out with all these and the people were like, no, fuck you. We're not doing it. But there was way more that were like, Oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Let me do that. Yeah. Without doing any research on their own or doing anything. They just watch fucking TV and listen to that. Kind of makes me think, you know, like people always talk about, you know, Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. And they're like, how could anyone do these sorts of things and stuff like that? And then you just start seeing like people blindly following what, you know, basically the man says. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about, you know, the, the Jews that got killed in the Holocaust. I'm talking about like. German citizens, people in the military, people that works in their government that just blindly went ahead and followed all of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they thought they were doing something good or doing the right thing or whatever, maybe. Or they were just scared. Well, there was a study. I don't remember. It was like, I want to say in the 70s or maybe a little bit earlier, but it was a really interesting study. So they took a group, they took random people and they had one person in a room and then the, they had them tied up to a chair with electrodes to them. Oh, okay. You, have you heard about this? I remember hearing about it, right? So they would have, the in the other room, there was another random person that no one knew each other, but it was a, a just a regular citizen, and there was a scientist standing behind him. And he would he let them know, he was like, this does provide, whenever you push this button, this will send an electric shock to that person in that room sitting in that chair. And they didn't tell him that they had done anything wrong. They didn't tell him anything at all. They just steadily, the scientist would be like, okay, now push the button. And the person would push it and then they would turn up the intensity and they would tell them they were like, the intensity is going up. Now push the button. And they said that nine out of 10 people would repeatedly push the button and cause the other person pain. And they could sit there and watch them be in pain and getting electrocuted. But they would do it just because they were told to do so. And didn't it, I, now that I think about it, didn't it get to the point where it had like lethal levels? Yeah. And they told them that it was lethal, but they they weren't actually hooked up to a lethal level. But they told they were like, if you push this button again, this person will die. Yeah, because there was no other guy on the other side. Like it was all recordings of like someone screaming and yelling. It was all like, you know, basically like a facade, right? Yeah. Like they were just testing this one person. Like, how much would you submit to authority? Yeah. You know, and what could you be capable of? I think I, now that I think about it, because the guy, because he started doing research because they were talking about Nazi Germany and stuff. Yeah, it, it did coincide with that. Because this was like in the 60s or 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so very, not very long after, Yeah, you know, the end of World War because II. Because it brought up the argument of shouldn't the, like, I guess the German sh- soldiers, shouldn't they be penalized for what they did? And they were like, we were just following orders. So then that's yeah. that kind of experiment. They were like, well, whenever people are given orders by someone who they think is their superior... A lot of times they'll just blindly do it. They'll just ignore their own moral compass. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how malleable a human can actually be? Yeah. So it kind of leads to the question, like, are people really that fucked up? Or do they, like, are they, can they just, like, distance themselves and be like, oh, well, it's my job to do this? Or are they just not get? do they actually not have a moral compass? They're like, fuck this guy. I'm going to shock the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting, uh. That's an interesting experience. That actually, that same guy, they made a movie about it. Oh, I cannot they? remember the name of the movie. They made a movie about the psychiatrist who ran the experiments. Oh, okay. And the movie, God, I can see the actor's face in my head clear as day. I just can't think of the movie. Um, 
he the whole movie they they covered like five or six experiments he did because mm-hmm. he did crazy experiments and this is one this is just kind of off you know and left field but this is one that i thought was very interesting have you ever heard of like the six degrees of separation yeah that like everyone is only like imagine any person in the world you're only six degrees of separation away from that person right like essentially like six people away yeah. like yeah and so they mailed out like they they mailed out like all these weird flyers or whatever and basically as like like mispitched mail pretty much right Mm -hmm. they're like hey we're looking for this person but like if you don't know if you know them go ahead and forward this to them please like here's some stamps or whatever to do so if you don't know them then send it to someone you think might know them them. and a extremely large percentage (laughs) of those letters came back because it was all supposed to come back to their office that's crazy yeah it was, it was weird, man. They mailed, I think they, I know they definitely mailed all across the United States, but I think they actually mailed some around the world and stuff too. We should do that, but have a, a promotional letter for our podcast <laughs> and like send it to people and be like, if you know some, if you know who this belongs to, send it to them, but have a QR code for our website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like when we, when we finally get a merch store open or whatever, yeah. they can be like, Hey, get your free t-shirt or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. I th- you know, I'm kind of excited about, you know, get some merch out there. That'd be kind of cool. I think we could do some, pretty uh interesting stuff with that oh yeah (laughs) but yeah you know like you know i just think it's important i'm not you know i'm not saying you know definitely not saying the covid vaccine is bad definitely not saying it's good all right i I actually have fairly neutral opinion about it right i think everyone should make their own decision but i do think it's just important that people be skeptical you know what i mean Uh, i'm on the i'm i mean for me i'm never gonna fucking take it but if someone else wants to that's that has nothing to do with me and I don't give a shit. I never got it. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. I never got it, you know? And, uh, I mean, I, you know, and I got COVID and I got sick as hell. I never got COVID and I never got the vaccine. My parents got the vaccine and got COVID three fucking times. Jesus. I mean, yeah. You know, my thing about it, like, you know, now I was reading something the other day. I think it was Moderna. They're coming out with, or Pfizer, one of the two, uh, they're coming out with another booster shot. So it's like, I mean, again, if people if people want to fucking take it, then go ahead and jam whatever the fuck they want to in themselves, I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, you know, fairly libertarian on a lot of things. So, I mean, if you want to shoot fucking smack in an alleyway, that's your business as far as again, I'm concerned. Yeah, I just don't want to have to pay for it. Yeah, man. You know, and it's just really interesting, you know, and I kind of started thinking, you know, like our entire system, like in the West, really in general, is all like our... <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's all built around crisis. Like, there's a profiteering from crisis, right? Yeah. Whether it's a pandemic, whether it's a natural disaster, whether it's a fucking war, right? Mm -hmm. So, you got big pharma, you got the military industrial complex, right? There is an incentive to constantly be in a state of crisis. A financial incentive. You know, and, and fear because people can be ruled easier in fear, also. It all ties together. And as long as that shit exists, dude, we're always gonna keep having shit pop up or whatever. And that shit's never going away. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy theory weeds and seeds. You know what I mean? Like with like where COVID came from and, you know, whether or not it came out of a lab and all that other stuff, you know, but it is understood, man. Like it is absolute fact, dude, that there are corporations that seek to have these crises to profit from them, you know? And I just think it's important. People need to be skeptical about it, you know, like just in general. They're going to be starting the new Disaster of the Month Club. <laughs> you can subscribe. And they're going to tell you what to be afraid I of every get one month. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you want to know, but you want to talk about being skeptical, man. And I don't mean this as like a rate, like a, like, like, I don't mean this in a bad way at all. But it was black people. They were extremely skeptical of like any of those fucking vaccines, man. You know, like you talk about, you know, a lot of them were referencing like, hey, like the Tuskegee experiments and shit like that. And they were like, yo, like we're not taking this fucking vaccine. You know what I mean? Man, all the ones I knew were getting that shit. Really? They were, they were the ones wearing masks for like forever. And they were the ones they were the ones getting it whenever every other time they're like, fuck the system. We don't trust the government. But they were the first one to sign up and get jabbed in the arm. No shit, man. All the fucking. That was my experience of it. All the people I knew, they were just like, fuck that. No, (laughs) mine were like the conservative white people were like, I ain't getting that shit. But the minorities were signing up for it when traditionally it's the total opposite on trust issues. Yeah, that is interesting. It was weird. Yeah. But I mean, like, 
how many white people did you say are that okay around here in the south there was not very many white people wearing the mask but every minority like when i would go to walmart all minorities were wearing the fucking mask well yeah now that you now that you mentioned i kind of think about it yeah yeah you do have a point there but i mean does that necessarily denote that they were actually getting the vaccine or is it just more of like i don't know i guess it depends on which news you watch because the yeah i don't know it it seemed to me like they were fucking more more prone to getting it okay okay well i mean like they're you know it that that's interesting concept man i mean i don't know i've always you know, but the, I mean, the black community, I mean, they, they kind of like, they do you not enforce, man. Like, you know, they got like something set on, you know, like they, they kind of like go with it, you know, like, uh, yeah. like, I mean, anything, you know, like what, whatever it may be, you know, a social movement or belief system, whatever the hell it may be. Right. And like, I'll, I'll tell you a story, man. Like when I was a kid, you know, like I went to a black Pentecostal church. Did I ever tell you this? No. Oh. I'm trying to picture what a black Pentecostal church would even be like. It's exactly what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, man, so it was like, so first of all, I was the only white dude in this church. Okay. And I'm just going to start off like I had no bad experiences whatsoever. Like, Who did you go with? Uh, I went with a, a family friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so, and like their family and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? They invited me or whatnot. And uh, it was. Very interesting to say the least, right? So this is the first time I've ever been to a Pentecostal church anyway, which is like Pentecostals are known to like be like fucking like they take it to a whole nother level and worship in the Lord, right? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. They're also, again, don't give it. They're, they're also super fucking hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. Like they hate tattoos and preach like, oh, you need to treat your body like this. Like a but temple. Then, yeah. But then they also have a very high obesity rate and they'll go to Golden Corral and shovel food in their fucking mouths. Like, <laughs> but then bitch it someone else for having tattoos. But anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, like <laughs> you can go on there and talk about the Pentecost. It was always kind of weird. I always found it weird that like the women, like they had like dress codes and they couldn't wear makeup and all that other stuff. But, um, well, we can talk about the Westboro Baptist Church coming to <laughs> School, the college I go to. We'll talk about that in a minute. That was interesting. And that's not a made up story at all. <laughs> you know? but, but yeah, so I go to this church, man, and it's like, I mean, it is high level, like, think like, I don't know, just most intense preaching you've ever imagined. Like people are dancing, singing in tongues. There's faith healing happening. Like people are getting baptized by the Holy Spirit and shit. <laughs> and it is going down. And I mean, it was one of the most lively things I'd ever seen. That would be quite an experience. It would. really was, yeah. man. Like there's people getting up out of wheelchairs, kicking kicking away their walkers. <laughs> You know, and Toss, I was, yeah, tossing away their cans. <laughs> I can see you again. I'm driving home. Yeah, yeah. Like the the preacher would like literally like be praying on people or whatever, and be like, "Now I baptize you with the Holy Spirit." And then he would just like hit him in the head, and they just like knock fall. him over. Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> knock him out, and then like people would like catch him and shit, and they'd be like, "Oh, I seen the light." It's like that dude just punched you in yeah, the head, you dude. Saw stars. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, and it was in the hood too. You know, like it was like. It was, it was it was about as cultured as I, I could imagine getting out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It was, it was good. They were all good people. They were all extremely friendly. You know what I mean? They were probably like, holy shit, what are you doing here? <laughs> I got a couple of looks. I did, you know. I mean, not, not like, like a negative way. Probably just like surprise. Yeah. Did you get lost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but it was a cool experience. You know, I encourage you. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I still know people out there. I can take you there one day if you want to go. Yeah. Not, not a real fan of church-related <laughs> stuff, but... <laughs> oh man yeah no i mean sh- shit but but yeah man it was uh it was definitely in the hood dude speaking of speaking of being in the hood man that picture you sent me the other day oh yeah so i was just getting my oil changed and i was in the oh the lesser affluent part of town i'll say and um i saw a crackhead with a shirt off riding a bicycle in the middle of the highway four lanes of traffic by the way <laughs> Right in the middle, I was like, okay, look at that crackhead. And then I saw an individual behind him. It was like, another crackhead. And I was like, oh, I know that crackhead. Went to school with him. So proceeded to watch them go on off into the hood and slither away never to be seen again. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that area that you were getting your, your oil change, I mean, that's like a rough area in our town, yeah. man. Yeah. 
Not to yeah. say our town is like, well, okay, I, I take. I was gonna say not to say our town is that bad, but actually, we have a lot of fucking shootings every like. Yes, dude. It's crazy, actually, for a small town. Yeah, we have a lot of shootings. I saw a meme, a local meme, the other day that someone made, and they were like, "When you go jogging," and they named our town. They were yeah. like, "When you go jogging in our town, or whatever." And it was a picture of like the bottom of like a sneaker, and it was just like literally like 22 caliber like casings were stuck <laughs> in the tread of the shoe or whatever <laughs> shit so three days ago it was a news story and this is this is legit three days ago a pizza delivery guy got held up with a gun and they robbed him of his pizza in our town are you serious yeah 100 percent. they i'm they, gonna okay. the guy Did the they... guy showed up she Pulled up to him. He was a delivery driver. The guy showed up with a gun, was like, give me all your fucking money. The driver said, look, man, I don't have anything. So then the guy was like, well, give me that fucking pizza. So he got (laughs) robbed at gunpoint for a pizza. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. I I used to deliver pizzas in high school. Well, and like what's inter- lucky. Yeah. <laughs> what's interesting is like essentially those drivers, like just FYI, if any of our listeners are ever thinking about robbing a pizza delivery boy, um, they're given a money bag and they're given like essentially $20. Oh, I was given $20 in like mixed change. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's literally just in case they pay with cash. Like, yeah, because every time you go. you go back, you would just turn that money into the shop. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. There, yeah. They don't have no reason for you to carry stacks of cash on you. That's stupid. Oh, it's like robbing liquor stores and or convenience stores now. Like, you know, if you notice that they all have like safes built into the floor now. Oh, yeah. Like, they drop it off. Like they drop money once it gets once the till gets to a certain dollar value. Like they basically clean it out. And they mm-hmm. only typically have like a couple hundred bucks in there at a yeah. time, man. But yeah, man, you gotta be careful hanging out in that that area of the neighborhood, man. They'll snatch you up, man. You'd be like Mowgli in the Jungle Book, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you never to be seen again, dude. <laughs> Come back and we'll see you a few years later. Like, whoa, is that Moses living in the wild? <laughs> I actually watched that cartoon the other day. Like Mowgli, yeah, my niece and nephew, yeah. I remember that shit. That was a good movie. I liked it when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, like one thing about like, you know, that, you know, speaking of like the hood and stuff like that. And I mean, there's, it's, it's not just, just black people. Of course there's like mixed races and stuff, but like one thing you never see, and this is one thing I've noticed. I'm sure there is like one or two, but you never see a black serial killer. No. I'm like, sure one or two there, exists. There is, there's, I can think of one off the top of my head. I don't know oh, really? the story, but I can, I can think of just one, like literally just one, compared to how like every other serial killer is white. Yeah, basically, yeah. A couple little Asian guys, but uh, I yeah. will, I will say this: like statistically speaking, it seems like white people do the most like heinous, fucked up crimes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, a black person, they'll just shoot you. But a white guy is gonna like <laughs> keep you in a goddamn basement for three Still years and cut your toes off and that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Like that that's 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 the crazy shit, man. Like like the motherfuckers will eat you, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, just look at that dude in Ohio, man, that had those three girls locked in his basement. Oh, for you like oh, years and years, wasn't it? Years. Like one girl was there for like ten years, dude. Ten fucking years being locked in a basement. That's that's fucking terrible. Dude, I was listening to some shit. They were talking about it, and it was so crazy, man. Like, um, which isn't a serial killer because he didn't kill any of these yeah, girls he was just or whatever. A- um, but you know, he had these girls locked in there, man, and two of them he kept chained up at all times, mm-hmm. and one of them he actually she it was like Stockholm syndrome. She actually like started like empathizing with her captor. And he started trusting her and shit like that. He had like a kid with her and stuff, dude. Like, yeah. And uh, because he's obviously just like raping these women and shit. Wasn't she? Wasn't she a child at the time too? Yeah, he was a school bus driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking even creepier the more you think about it. Yeah. And uh, to bet those motherfuckers better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's just I don't know, man. Those guys are like something. Something's off. But it's it's always white dudes, man. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but it's always white dudes doing shit like that. You know? Well, the only like I will say this: they're fucking smart. You got to be, you got to be very smart to get away with that kind of stuff. Well, like yeah, like a lot, like most, like going to actual serial killers, like most of them have extremely high IQs. Yeah, most of them. There's like they're they're typically well, they're typically smooth talkers. They're very charismatic. Yes. They tip, they typically have like decent jobs like in the community yeah. or like they're they're like volunteering at the church and like doing all kinds of mm-hmm. extra like positive things in the community just to distance themselves from any of that act. 
Mm-hmm. So like, and the ones that leave the ones that live double lives are even crazier. Like they got a wife and two kids and they fucking come home every day, but they're straight murdering people on the side and stuff. Like yeah. that shit's always crazy. <laughs> Dude, they, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I remember like I've, I've watched quite a bit about like serial killers before and stuff. And, uh, I actually just got done with like, uh, I watched that Dahmer series on Netflix. Oh yeah. Uh, which I couldn't finish. It was so graphic. I couldn't finish it. Was it, it. really? Yeah. For, I mean, I, you know me, I man. I need to watch it. Then. I got a weak stomach. You'll be able to, you'll, you'll probably watch it twice. <laughs> like, but uh, I got a weak stomach with that stuff, man. But, uh, yeah, it's super graphic. I watched one about like Ted Bunny, uh, Bundy and, uh, man, like, oh, who was the other one? Gacy. Gacy. Yeah. Gacy was another one, but you know, like, uh, I think it was Ted Bundy. Actually, he was an interesting fellow, man, you know, because I mean, he, targeted women like basically college girls right yeah and he was a good looking guy you know in shape took care of himself stuff like that um and he would just move around and he would just go to like college bars and sorority and get like weasel his way into sorority parties and then, like <laughs> staying with these girls and stuff uh, and it, it would happen very quick like it would happen within like a day or two you know, that's how good of a talker that he was. Yeah, so he could slither in, take his prey, and then move on to somewhere else. Yeah, and I believe, I can't remember if he was actually a lawyer or if he was just a law student. Oh, okay. But what was really interesting is he defended himself in court. Really? Yeah. And uh, he also escaped from court one time. <laughs> that was actually kind of a funny story. He was getting rung up on something. I can't remember what the hell. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember if it was actually like a murder or not. Uh, it was early on, like... Cause he'd been arrested multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, he'd gotten out or whatever. For those crimes. And like, he was just able to like <sighs> shit. say that they didn't have enough concrete evidence to lock him up type shit. Or was it like other, I think, I think one time it was like a stolen car. Oh, okay. Like, you know, so the murders came like all right at the end and shit. Okay. They figured out everything at once. Yeah. Or like tied him to there all were, this shit. There was a couple, I think there was one time where like they suspected him of a murder, but it was like basically a lack of evidence and they yeah. had to like basically dismiss the case or whatever. But, uh, he was, <laughs> He was going to trial, and then he was like, oh, I got to use the bathroom or some shit. And so he just let him go to the bathroom, and then he finds a fucking window that he can jimmy and slide through. And he fucking slides out of that shit, and then he just takes off running down the street. It's actually pretty funny. <laughs> what do you think is a Amer- like, well, what do you think the world's fascination with serial killers is about? Because mm. like, every time those shows come out, they're super fucking popular. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Like all of those Netflix documentaries, whenever they release, they're like the number one fucking watch show on yeah. Netflix every time. And like true crime, <laughs> all, which I mean, I'm, I fucking love true crime. I watch yeah. that shit every night before I go to bed. Like I yeah. love that shit. Call them training videos, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> <laughs> teach you how to get away with yeah, shit. They're like whenever you're watching them, you're like, oh, what a fucking idiot. He left his goddamn fingerprint on that window. Like, why does everybody drop the gun? Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, I don't know what the fascination is with serial killers, man. Um, or just violence in general, I guess. Well, I think violence in general is understandable because like humans at their core are violent animals you know what i mean like it wasn't that long ago man we were all walking on the fucking plains of plains of africa you know what i mean do you think it's like comparable to the reason people like playing violent video games it's the same thing and just watching violent media well no i don't think so and it's just kind of i mean you know i was kind of like a little bit of a history bug for a while Mm -hmm. um so when you start looking back at every single major civilization that's ever existed they were far 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 more brutal than we are today yeah i mean the aztecs used to like literally sacrifice people and rip out their hearts in front of crowds of people like the romans i mean they had every fucking form of torture you could imagine they would crucify fucking people i mean it it gets insane but since that's not allowed anymore we just have tvs and video games i think it's inherently is that like our i think it's inherently in us you know what i mean and then i think when I don't know if there's a lot of evidence to really support that like TV and video games actually cause violence. I no, I'm, I'm saying the total opposite. I'm saying like, is that our substitute? Like instead of going and killing people, I'll mm-hmm. just go play Grand Theft Auto. Like a fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that's what, that. that's what keeps people from doing that stuff. Yeah. Maybe to some degree, possibly I could see that. I, I think a lot of it, it just fuels our like fantasy and fascination with it. Like, you know what I mean? Because like nowadays, you can't get away with shit anymore. No, dude. Like not if at I all. can go and play some Grand Theft Auto and beat the fuck out of some hookers and run people over and shoot them <laughs> in the head, like that's okay. I remember when Grand Theft Auto One came out. 
Oh yeah, everybody was all all fucking parents G- were freaking GTA out. GTA three was the one that was in three D, and that's the one that fucking Hillary Clinton, her bitch ass, was talking about it. Oh, that might have been Hillary Clinton and Joe Lieberman. Those motherfuckers were trying to cancel fucking video games back in the nineties. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like it's fantasy, right? It's like yeah. you know when you talk about it's entertainment. Yeah, you know, and so I don't I mean I don't think there's a problem with it or whatever, but I. I think that there's a part, an animalistic side to humans, and I think it kind of comes out in the creative space, and that's what we see in video games and, like, you know, media and stuff. Because, I mean, like, me personally, I love violent... I like, I just like violent shit. I like... I listen to violent music. I like violent video games. I like violent TV shows. Yeah. But I'm real... I mean, I'm a nice person. Shit, man. I watched Dust Till Dawn the other day. I love that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so... And it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to go, like shooting up plays blasting caps and you know, <laughs> vampires asses or whatever the hell but yeah I, I don't know you know but there's not so much as like argument anymore against like violent video games you know no it's but now it's mainstream like they can't they can't argue that yeah in the past like occasionally it'll be like oh this guy played postal 2 and he went and shot up a mall like he was gonna shoot up the fucking mall anyway postal 2 probably kept him from doing it earlier <laughs> you know do you think well, speaking of like shooting and mass shootings and stuff, man, have you ever looked in like some of these like details that are like that shooters have in common? Besides like for example, being, like young white guys typically. Yeah, so there's that, you know, but also I read some crazy shit. I think this is more like a conspiracy lane, apparently. Um, that basically the majority of shooters are on SSRI antidepressants. Ah, I have read some of that. Yeah. 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 So uh, I just thought it was interesting. Like there's a correlation there. You know what I mean? But is it really that all shooters are on SSRIs or is it because so many people are prescribed SSRIs? You know what I mean? Or is it because they actually, I mean, they obviously do have mental issues. Sure. So they just were already prescribed that shit in the first place and it didn't, it obviously didn't help them. Oh, you mean a normal person? Isn't going to do something like that? <laughs> I mean, probably not because most people, even if that also goes kind of back ties into that experiment, they know there's a consequence if they do that and they don't want to live with, they don't want to go to jail. They don't want to get caught. They don't have to deal with that consequence, no. which I think that in itself prevents a lot of people from doing crazier shit. No. Cause just imagine, I mean, if there was no laws and shit, obviously our society would be doomed. Like there would be nothing. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have to have those checks and balances. Well, speaking of no laws, I know we were just like talking a little bit about history and like, you know, the violent, you know, history of like human race in general. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, one thing that was interesting, just a tidbit fact. Did you know that like the laws in Rome, right. Only actually extended, um, to the border of the city. Oh, so like, um, so basically like they were, Inclusive to the te- like the city of Rome, yeah. and then out yeah. and the outskirts, anything yeah. goes type yep. shit. So in during the Republic, okay. okay. Um, so if you were like say, say I don't know, say you got on a horse and you ran into a guy or like knew a guy or whatever, you you had a guy you didn't like and you wanted to go on a hunting trip together, mm-hmm. right? And then you just fucking stab that dude or whatever you would not be tried so if you had a problem with them you could be like meet me outside of town motherfucker yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so a lot of the very very barbaric things that were done were actually done outside of the city of rome like uh famously there was a general his name was pompey right and he got kind of famous because he defeated like basically this barbarian tribe pretty much right Mm -hmm. and all like even like all the survivors he captured a shit ton of survivors he crucified one every <laughs> hundred feet for 66 miles to the front gates of rome god damn yes so he had a basically a wall of crucifixion. well like, because crucif- they they asked like the people that you know were under him his legions or whatever like they were like you know what are you going to do like you know all these commanding officers are like what are you going to do like whenever these other barbarian tribes like learn about this they're going to come like hunt us down so it was a message and he sent him a message he was like cool i'll show him where to find me and then so he for every hundred feet crucified a fucking barbarian (laughs) for 66 miles to the front gates of rome and it's actually really interesting there's a scene in game of thrones where that occurs and that's where george martin actually got like the inspiration from. okay a lot of his very barbaric stuff actually comes from like true history and stuff yeah 
There's nothing more graphic than the truth. <laughs> Did you ever make it down to Rome? Um, no, I didn't. Oh, it's an amazing city, man. So much history. Like, I mean, I went to like Florence and um, uh, the place with the Venice. Yes. Yeah. I knew you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Sinking city. <laughs> yes. that, that one city when like all the lockdowns happened, like every douchebag was like, oh my God, the dolphins are coming back. <laughs> you know? It was like, who gives a shit about the dolphins? Like, I can't fucking pay my bills, dude. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. How did you, how did you like Florence? It was, it was nice. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I liked Venice better yeah. just because it was more, I don't know, I, I liked the water. Like I thought that part was cool. Florence is where uh, Leonardo da Vinci was from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I saw a bunch of it, like the statues and all that kind of historical yeah. stuff. It, it was interesting. Yeah, man, for sure. And the Romans were—I mean, they were some bad motherfuckers. I mean, they really built some shit up, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I could, I could go on for days about that shit. <laughs> and they fucking—they ruled. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. Like they. Um, I mean, they, they, they did so much, man. I mean, that, there's like one point they basically controlled damn near the entire world, mm-hmm. you know? And just, you know what? You want to know what really fucked them up in the end, right? Because they had, they had an issue where, where, where it moved from the Republic to the Empire, uh-huh. right? With the death of Julius Caesar. And Julius Caesar's nephew, Augustus Caesar, became emperor, right? Because Julius Caesar was elected, in quotations, as like consul mm-hmm. which essentially was their president but they have two consuls too so two presidents and the reason for that is so they can veto each other without cause oh okay right and uh well there was a essentially there was some shit in roman law during the republic where the senate had actually acknowledged that there may be a time when diplomacy won't work like yeah. shit is just so fucked up like you need you need a ruler like with an iron fist mm-hmm. right like a single ruler someone's gonna step up and be like no this is what we're gonna yeah. do so a dictator yeah and so rome was like initially like very scared of like kings um because very in the in in the inception of rome they had kings there were some issues with that they were all fucking killed and then they're like we're a republic like we're electing all these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and shit right and um well eventually where was i going with that Oh, yeah. So uh, they had a law, essentially, where things got super jacked up. They could elect someone to be a dictator. Okay. So like in a time of crisis, someone could step in and just start running shit. Yes. And now once someone got that title, they could do anything. They could... They could spin cords. They could execute anyone in the street. They could do whatever they wanted. They were completely immune from the law. How would they get out of that position? So that's where it gets interesting is because the law stated that that person had 180 days to be dictator and get shit right. Oh, okay. And then they had to relinquish on 181. They By 181, they had to relinquish power, mm-hmm. right? And if they didn't, then it was every single Roman citizen's sole like responsibility to execute that person in on site. So day one eighty one, if you think you're gonna run, shit, <laughs> you better be in a goddamn hole hiding because everyone's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, so Rome was like super fucked up, and so they made a uh, Julius Caesar uh, dictator, right? And um, so he kind of countered him or whatever and was like, oh, I want you to make me a dictator for 10 years. And it became his whole fucking thing, right? <laughs> and then, uh, so they, they did it because Rome was like super fucked up. And at, yeah. this, at this time, like Julius Caesar had spent a lot of time in the military um, and he had done a lot and he spent a lot, of, he spent time in the Senate and he was already consul. Like he, so he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he had, he'd served Rome like his entire life, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, so I think since the age of 19. Well, I, don't quote me, no. When he was a kid, he was involved in a church, actually. It was a big thing for them. Move past that. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, anyway, so he irons out Rome, right? And what's the one way to get people to trust you? When they give you power, give it right back. Yeah. So as soon as, soon as he was done handling his fucking business or whatever, he was like, here's power to the people. Give it back to the, you know, gave it back to the Senate. And then they loved him. Yeah, and they loved him, you know. And then after a while, um, they sure as shit fucked it up. <laughs> like again, right? So then they were like, well, who can we call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> but they, so they call Julius Caesar back. And they're like, hey, you got to be dictator again. 
And he was like, I'll do it. He's like, well, well, well. (laughs) Well, well, well. Like, he's fucking got a belt in his hand and shit. (laughs) You want me back, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Or it'd be like that South Park episode where, like, um, Mr. Garrison becomes president. Oh, yeah. And he goes back. What does he go back to the school? And he's, like, talking to PC principal. And he's just, like, talking about how, like, basically dry his dick is. (laughs) He's like, you're going to have to suck my dick or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so uh julius caesar like basically gives an ultimatum he was like the only way i'll do it is if you make me dictator in perpetuity like for life Mm -hmm. and uh they were like oh my god this is so unheard of right and uh so eventually they were like fuck it like we gotta get this shit done yeah and so they made him dictator for life or whatever and uh it was it was interesting man that's an interesting story and then like he was so good and so effective at like running things that like people like they couldn't even use because he still allowed this the senate was still operating and he still would you know pass you know he would, he would let them vote. like he would let them do shit but if yeah. things were too fucked he'd be like no just step in yeah be like nah fuck you like bitch slap some people around or whatever which i mean he at least he put it like he was putting his country first he was doing what was yeah. best for the people like that was a total i mean that's a reasonable yeah. operation i think yeah and he was a one interesting story I, damn man I'm like ranting about Rome right now <laughs> do you want to move on to a different topic or do you want to keep going with it man I yeah we can shoot a little bit around. yeah okay uh, you know I kind of think like you know it'd be good like we had a leader I'm not saying a dictator man obviously you don't want that but like we just don't see leaders anymore that are just like stone cold like well the problem with that is is our leaders now don't actually give a like okay well I'll use America America sure. like our president now our not just our leaders in general don't really give a fuck about America or our people. They give a fuck about lying in their own goddamn pockets. Sure. Money comes first for them. Well, so even, that that's what that's what <clears throat> the problem would be with that kind of operation today. We'd have to have a right person, which I just don't think we have. Well, what is interesting too, like um, in ancient Rome, right? Um, corruption was actually an accepted like form of business. Um, I mean, it is now too. <laughs> yeah but, i mean they openly were like hey like you can buy off a senator you know because there's like famous stories about like how like julius caesar was trying to get like basically like laws passed mm-hmm. when he was like consul or whatever and these senators were just like blackballing him like because we don't like you or whatever they're just like knocking his shit down and so he like tried to pay him off and they were like no fuck you we're not doing it so then he just he literally hired Hired goons and thugs like to go to their houses and beat shake the them sh- down, beat the shit out of them. <laughs> they beat them in the streets and stuff, and then eventually they started voting the right way. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he was perfect by any means, but I mean he sure as fuck built up like a crazy empire, man, and yeah. like ran shit like a gangster. And then in the end, he was so effective at everything that he was doing, and like they just couldn't get around it. They fucking killed him, you know. And um, interesting enough, the guy who killed him, his name was Brutus. I don't know if you ever heard the story or whatever, no. but. uh yeah, so Brutus was the only son of Julius Caesar's mistress. Oh, damn. Yes. And there was like a civil... He was like, we never got that game of catch. <laughs> <laughs> so before Julius Caesar became dictator, like there was kind of like a civil war that was like taking place or whatever in Rome, right? And that general that I told you about, Pompey, yep. who crucified all those people, basically was leading an uprising because he, like he, it was just a big power grab. So he wanted to replace Caesar? Uh, or he just didn't agree. He just this. wanted to knock him down on the fucking totem pole. Oh, okay. He, was like, he, it's, he it's just got me. tired of him being yeah. the big dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, big swinging dick on campus, yeah. right? And so uh, there basically was like a civil war that was taking place or whatever. And Brutus, the son of Julius Caesar's mistress, joined Pompey's army. Like agreed with it, right? And literally, as Julius Caesar was getting ready to like ride into battle, he like uh, like directs his legions. He was like, every like no one will kill Brutus. Like he will be spared and bring him to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he basically raised this kid like as a son. Because Julius Caesar never actually had any like uh, any sons or whatever. He, he just did. had the one illegitimate. Uh, no, he had a daughter. Okay, well, the like one illegitimate, one illegitimate talk- son. No, he he never had any illegitimate children. Oh. Yeah. Well, you think I think you might be talking about like his nephew that became emperor augustus is that what okay maybe so yeah <laughs> but uh eh. bloodlines so, same same like <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really have a family tree back then it was more like a family bush it was yeah. kind of really interwoven together yeah. you know? <laughs> but uh yeah dude like so he spares brutus like like he just crushes pompey and then he spares <laughs> brutus on the battlefield right and uh he's just like hey uh like basically like what the fuck dude like, I love your mom. Like, I've been good to your family. I thought we were cool, man. thought we were cool, right? And he spared him. And it was interesting because in the end, like, Brutus 
was a major player like in the coup to try to overthrow Julius Caesar. When they realized <laughs> they couldn't do it. They were like, we have to kill him. And there's a, there's a big play by Shakespeare and stuff. Apparently he gave like the actual final, like, cause they stabbed him, I think like 23 times mm. and he gave like the final blow. And then like Julius Caesar's last words were like, "Est tu Brute, which means like, is it you Brutus? Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Brutus. And apparently he was so prideful that like, as he was dying and bleeding out, he covered his face up because he didn't want his enemies to see what he would look like dying. Yeah. And uh, interesting enough, after Julius Caesar was, was that's that's gangster, <clears throat> oh, dude. When when he was killed, man, everyone lost their fucking shit, like the citizens did, because they loved him. Yeah, he was a fucking hero. Like. Yeah, dude, the economy was great, dude. Oh man, dude, there's so many stories. We definitely don't have enough time to go through all this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just bouncing around, but like, dude, it's such an amazing story. Um, like they loved, so they were like, like senators were running for their lives, like they were fleeing. And they were like, I mean, they were grabbing motherfuckers and beating them in the streets and trying to kill them. Like, I mean, they were like, literally, like, there's like reports of like them, like in their churches, like people just like ripping apart like benches to like make makeshift clubs to like run out and just bash oh, people's shit. brains out in the streets and shit. And so uh, to try to win favor with like the public or whatever, because they reinstated, uh, <clears throat> well, the, to try to win pa- favor with the public, the Senate basically essentially proposed and they passed and they made Julius Caesar a god. And so in Roman religion, he actually became a legitimate god that they would worship. <laughs> and that's why you see, like, so many statues and shit about oh, okay. stuff now. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So do you think they would, like, <laughs> did they treat him as a religion? Were they, like, eating crackers and shit? Yes. Saying this was the fucking... Yeah, they were, like, burning, like, candles and, like, they had, like, prayers and stuff around it. And they would have, like, effigies and shit and be, like, people would pray to it, like, in their living rooms and be, Damn. like, Julius Caesar, watch over my family and stuff. Yeah. I mean, to be fair... He did all that shit for those people. He's like a realistic, like he actually did something for them. They didn't spend their whole life praying to something that didn't do nothing for them. Oh yeah. But see, he was, he was a very, very interesting man, dude. Uh, That Pompey general, like, right. Mm -hmm. That story gets really interesting. So Pompey lost that battle. Basically he tried to do a coup essentially, right? Yeah. So he loses his battle, but he's still alive. He's just on the run. (laughs) And he's on the run with the last of his like surviving legions. Right. So, you know, hundreds of people. Cause like, yeah. a legion, I believe it had like, I think it was 3000 infantry men and like three, uh, 300 cavalry. Right. Okay. So it's a lot of people. <laughs> and, uh, so they're, they're running all over the Mediterranean, Mediterranean and Julius Caesar is like, fuck you. I'm like going to go on their ass, on their ass, <laughs> hunting them across the fucking known world and shit. So Pompey, like a little bitch pieces out down to fucking Alexandria, Egypt. Right. Mm-hmm. And he meets up with, uh, the Pharaoh, uh, Ptolemy. And he's a 13-year-old pharaoh, little boy, right? And essentially, he's, like, pleading with the Egyptian like kingdom. And he's like, hey, help me destroy my enemies and get Rome back in line. And then I'll come back with my more soldiers and I'll fight your wars. Because Egypt was, like, turfing with, like, other, like, kingdoms down there and yeah. stuff. And uh, so they just cut his fucking head off. <laughs> that Dude. kid was like man fuck yeah. you i ain't dealing with this shit so fucking uh <laughs> he's like eat shit motherfucker <laughs> but like the reason why he did it is because he was trying to gain favor with julius caesar oh okay and so by the time julius caesar got down there which was like not that long after he showed he, him his head he comes in he's like hey like basically kind of pitches like the same offers like hey like you know i'm gonna handle where i'm gonna get an order and all this other shit and stuff um then they he was like basically trying to track down like pompey or whatever and the kid was like, they brought out his head on the Yeah, tray. he was like, oh, you mean this guy? <laughs> yeah. They, and then he would, like, Julius Caesar was pissed. That he killed him? Yes. Because, like, even though he wanted Pompey dead, right? It was like, no outsider does that to a Roman citizen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, whenever your brother gets picked on, you're like, I'm the only <laughs> motherfucker that picks on him. Like, yeah, uh, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street the other day. Yeah. You remember when uh, it's early in the movie when like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Jonah Hill or whatever, they're like having lunch, it's like kind of when they first meet up or whatever. And he's asking him about like he married it. Like he's asking Jonah Hill, like, you know, did you marry your cousin or whatever? <laughs> and Jonah Hill's like, yeah, I mean, like, of course. He's like, no, my cousin was hot. He was like, you know, if anyone was going to fuck my cousin, it was going to be me. Right? Like, out of respect. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what the fuck? And then that's when he was like talking about having like retarded kids. Like, <laughs> he was like, he's like, no, they're fine. He's like, you know, but if they were born like that, you know, he's like, I would just, you know, drive out in the country and like release it. Like, you know, go, you're free. You're free. <laughs> you know, like, it's such a great movie though. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Dude, I'm actually kind of thinking, uh, I know I rambled about Rome a lot, man. I'm thinking we might need to do an episode about that, man. We could. Like really go through it, like start to finish or whatever. I think people might actually kind of like that. I don't know. Maybe not. Let I like, us know. Do you want to hear about Rome? 
<laughs> Let us know in the comments. I just like the gangster ass stories behind it, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't care about like, the, there's a lot of boring stuff, you know, but like that coup gangster shit. I mean, all that, I mean, I think it's shit's so fucking badass because you don't see that in our lifetime really anymore, you know? Yeah. Except maybe, you know, we'll see how Niger plays out. <laughs> True. <laughs> the, old, the Russian one already failed, so. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know. What do you What do you think, man? You think that they ate a lot of meat? Or the Romans? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember we were talking about some weird shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they ate pretty fucking well down there, man. I don't know, dude. Like at least shit. When I went to Italy, I was eating like a motherfucker. When I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like some of the best food in the world, dude. Again, I don't know. It's all. It's always better than American shit. It's all the fresh. But they were like in really, really good shape, man. I think a lot of that comes from their diet. Yeah. You know, because I mean, you got to think, man. These legions and stuff. I mean, these thousands and thousands of people, right? Like, yeah, they would have carts with like grain and stuff like that, and like water and shit. But I mean, like they would do like a lot of hunting and stuff, like on their way. So I think they had a huge protein diet or whatever. I would think so. You know, and I mean, these guys are jacked. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're carrying 60 pounds worth of gear. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, we're going to go walk 50 fucking miles. You know what I mean? Then stab the first guy I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude, I think they did. I don't know. Like, there's definitely something to that. I mean, it's like that carnival diet. Car- uh, was it carnivore yeah. diet? Yeah. Um, man, uh, you know a little bit about that, don't you? Yeah, I tried it for uh, I tried it for about a month. Yeah, I did it for a little while, man. So what, what, what did you think about it? I mean, I liked it okay. I, the fr- I started out eating just straight up only beef and tuna and water. And um, Damn. I, I didn't last too long. Like I got, I felt sick. Like it, it wasn't enough food for me because before that I was eating around 3,500 calories a day. Like brown, like rice, chicken, eggs, like every meal. Like I had a lot of fucking carbs. So then just dropping all those carbs completely out and cutting fats out too. Like I was lethargic. So I ended up, I had to buy like some, um, electrolyte powder and put that in water. And I was drinking about a gallon of water a day with the electrolytes in it, taking a multivitamin as well and eating the meat. And dude, I got, I got burnt out on it extremely fast. Did you lose weight? I did. I lost about, I lost about eight pounds in the, within the first two weeks. And how long did you do it for? Uh, almost a month. And then after at about... <laughs> In about three and a half weeks, I said, fuck it. And I started, I added eggs to the diet and then I added half of an avocado a day. I added that into the mix and that was, that was okay. That was sustainable for a while. I felt okay after that. But as far as just eating, just only fucking meat, like who is it? Um, Peterson. Oh, Michaela Peterson. Yeah. Her and yeah. her dad. Jordan like, Peterson's yeah, daughter. They, they say that they only eat meat, salt and water. And they, they've done that shit for years on end, man. You believe that? I don't know, man. I'm, I get. I mean, I guess it's it's believable, but personally, man, I, I just don't see it sustainable, and I don't see it that it's that healthy. Like to only eat that, I think you need a little bit more variety. In your diet. I, I mean, I did it for a few weeks, man, and you know, I mean, I think I lost like five pounds. Yeah, and I didn't exercise. Nothing. I mean, no, I, I, the, the only thing that changed was the diet. Strictly was just the diet, mm-hmm. man. I lost like five pounds pretty quick. I mean, it took a little while to like kick in and shit. Like, yeah. it was a few days. I was definitely was like tired, but I was like hungry all the time. And I was eating a lot of like steak and stuff. Yeah. Dude, but which I, just, I had read they said that you were like, once you got used to it, they were like, you only need to eat three times a day and you, you won't be that hungry. But I was always fucking hungry. Yeah. Maybe I didn't give it enough time, but I, I don't know, man. I was hungry. Did I ever tell you how I used to troll? Uh, Michaela Peterson's Facebook page. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, dude. Um, so she, she has a page for, she, cause she does a carnivore diet, but like yeah. to a whole nother level, they call it the lion diet. Right. Yeah. And, um, so I would just get on there and like post crazy shit sometimes, you know, I'd be like, Oh, does anybody else experience extreme diarrhea? <laughs> like, you know, like at all this, she never responded or anything. And like, no one really followed up. Like some people would think that I was being like really serious about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, Oh my God, like I lost vision in my left eye. <laughs> like, you know, like, seek medical attention now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I never got anything back or whatever. So I eventually just kind of let it go. I was like, all right, cool. But I, I used to, I used to troll like people like hardcore, like on the internet, man. Like I did, a. Uh, I trolled vegans really hard, uh, probably like five years ago when, yeah. I, when I lived in Germany, six years ago, maybe even longer. Um, so when I was in Germany or whatever, like there was a group and it was very interesting because it was no actual military members were in this group. It was all like their spouses or like 
older children because you could be a dependent to the age of 26. So, so the people that didn't have anything better to do. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't mind like, you know, eat whatever you want, be on whatever diet you want. Cool. That's your body, your choice. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm going to eat what, what I like, what makes me happy. Right. Yeah. But what I did not like about this group is that they were like vegan activists or whatever. So like they're the first three seconds of conversation they let you know that they're a fucking vegan yes and then trying to like show you videos of how like animals are inhumanely treated and shit yeah, like that all those goddamn PETA videos and shit yes. so they're like the um, Jehovah's Witness of diets <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh <clears throat> like they would like set up stands and stuff and they would just like play videos meat is murder yeah dude and uh they would show like graphic videos man and they'd be like this is how like cattle is treated like in the slaughterhouse or whatever and like when you started looking into it you realize like okay that video is fucked up is it animal abuse sure whatever but when you start looking into it like those weren't like german slaughterhouses those weren't american slaughterhouses those were like in shit yeah they were like third world third country world countries shit, yeah, yeah dude and um but they were trying to pawn it off like we were like so horrible and stuff and, like well, that. yeah they're also they'll take that one video of that one brutal slaughterhouse and say that that's how it's done in every single place which is not true no, not true at all not true at all and uh but yeah so they had a so this little vegan group they had like i don't know like 20 members or whatever um they would go to there was this german pig farmer and he had a slaughterhouse too and all that stuff and they would go down there and they would protest. Now, these people that I'm talking about are not German citizens. It's not their country. Yeah. Okay. Germany is very fucking strict, and they 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 don't tolerate any shenanigans. Mm. Like, so you know what I mean? Like, they're gonna have like if there's if there's such thing as like a perfect slaughterhouse, they'll probably fucking have one. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like these like wretched little shits <laughs> were just like <laughs> showing up, and they were like just protesting this guy's like business, man. Like, you know, fucking big ass posters. And plus, like, if that was a like a personal farm, that's a big difference between like a goddamn corporation. Corporation, yeah. yeah. And uh, like that guy probably named all those pigs. He probably, yeah. like, <laughs> and I mean, they got like legit permits from like the German government to like be there and stuff. Really? I'm yeah. surprised they even, were like, even allowed. Like that bullshit where it's like, as long as you're on a sidewalk, it's public oh, property yeah. and all that stuff. Right? Keep 100 feet. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, some technicality. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, they'd go out there and they'd do that shit, man, and all that stuff. So, I eventually got pissed, and a friend of mine got in on this, too. I was like, dude, like, fuck these people, man. Like, I don't I don't like it when people go into other cultures and they're like, oh, you have to change because of my beliefs or whatever. I, I yeah. fucking hate that shit, dude. Like, if you want to be an activist like that, you do that shit in America, like, where you're from. You know what I mean? Americans off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your own fucking business. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but... um. Anyway, one of my friends, uh, he got in on it with me and we joined their Facebook group. We like changed like all of our Facebook shit and everything to make it look like we were like PETA members. Yeah, we were yeah. like, you know, Veganism. vegan. <laughs> I think I said I was vegetarian technically if you want to get into it. But uh, so they let us in, dude. And then we just like started trolling, trolling, <laughs> trolling, trolling, dude. Like, I mean, we, we, we waited a while. Like we actually made, got to know them like, you know, online and stuff like that mm. and everything. And uh, at one point, like we actually showed up to like one of their rallies. We didn't participate. Like we went, we were like, we were, we were to the point where we could have, we could have been holding signs. Yeah. Like we were in the fold, man. And uh, <laughs> so then this one girl, like the leader of the group was just absolutely, absolutely crazy. She was just batshit bonkers. Like a fucking fanatic. Yes. Insane, dude. So she started just like pissing me off, like my buddy off or whatever. So we were like, whatever, like time to blow the lid on this shit. And it was a very coordinate, like coordinated attack, dude. You know what I mean? It's like what the news says Russia did to our election. It was some shit. <laughs> it was some shit like that, dude. That's how it was going down. And um, so we get in there and we're just posting like memes, dude. It's a lot of Pepe the Frog before that became, <laughs> before that became like the fucking mascot for white supremacy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it's just like pictures of steak and stuff. And it's like him and I, we went to a steakhouse. We took pictures of us eating steak and having a great time and drinking beers. And we were like posting them in the group and shit. <laughs> and like all this other stuff, dude. And they were just like fucking furious dude it started this whole shit show man and it went on for like i don't know why they didn't just like block us. that's what i was gonna say like i can't believe they yeah. didn't block you after the first fucking picture but they kept us on there they kept us on there for like uh like a week and a half and like we did not let up dude maybe they maybe they thought they could change you maybe <laughs> be the ultimate conquer yeah. you know but uh yeah dude it went, it went on for like a while like a week and a half and then eventually eventually 
uh, one of the girls was like, we need to block these trolls. And then they, they, they booted us out. I'd be like, it took you that fucking long? Like, <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, man. Some of the, like, you know, vegans, man, the, like the activist side. I mean, those guys get crazy, man. I just saw in the news where one, like, I guess, relatively famous vegan activist just died of malnutrition. Surprise, surprise. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, did you ever see that uh, skit that Joe Rogan has, the vegan cat? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's it's in one of his like stand up specials or whatever. Uh, he talks about like there's a thing called a vegan cat that you can Google it or whatever, where it's like crazy vegans like have pets and they put like oh, their pets fuck. on like vegan diets. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. He's just talking about this cat dying. That's animal there. abuse. I think so. Yeah, and he's just talking about this cat dying extremely slowly. Yeah, like starving to death. <laughs> yeah, like milky eyes. Like it's all lethargic and it's just laying down. Like help me. Like what the fuck is this woman? They're keep supposed to be me? fucking saving the animals, but yet they're gonna <laughs> abuse their own goddamn pets. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That's fucked. Dude, I don't know. Fuck, man. Maybe we should join a vegan group, man. Check it man. out. <laughs> I can't. I can't put up with that. Fuck vegans. I can't, I can't even fake it enough. <laughs> when I was young, I could fake shit, but now I don't. Have, I don't have any patience for that shit. No. You know what I mean? Like I said, eat whatever you want, man. Have fun, but like when you start like screaming and yelling in my face and stuff, like eh, piss off.